0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: Now there are three kinds of visions mentioned in the scriptures. One is what is called a spiritual vision. You see with the eyes of your spirit, not with your physical eyes. When Paul saw the Lord in Acts 9, that was a spiritual vision. He didn't see him with his physical eyes because the Bible said, verse 8, that's Acts 9, chapter 8, verse, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. He was blind. So, you see, when he heard the Lord speak to him, his eyes were shut. And when he saw this, and he calls it a spiritual vision, because he said, I've not been disobedient to the spiritual, to the heavenly vision. But when he opened his eyes, they were blind. Yet he said he saw the Lord. Now, he was not seeing with his physical eyes, but with his spiritual eyes. That was a spiritual vision.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, How You Can Know the Will of God by Kenneth e. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message.
1: Greetings, friends, in the lovely name of our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me again today to the verses of Scripture that we looked at for a text. Now those verses are three. They're found in Romans the 8th chapter and in Proverbs the 20th chapter. Two verses in Romans, Romans 8, 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And then the 16th verse, the Spirit itself, or as the margin says, himself beareth witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. Then in Proverbs the twentieth chapter in the twenty seventh verse it reads, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. We're teaching at the present moment on the subject how you can know the will of God or how to be led by God, or we might call them studies in guidance. We have been teaching on the inner man, which is the real you, the spiritual man, and then guidance through this inner man that he leads and guides first of all by an inward witness and then an inward voice. Now then, we want to talk on the subject, guidance through visions. God sometimes leads us through visions. In the 10th chapter of Acts, we read, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius. This is Acts 10, verse 1 through 3. A devout man, and one that feared God with all of his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming in to him and saying unto him, Cornelius? Now, although Cornelius was a devout man, friends, I want you to notice this, he was not a saved man. That is, saved or born again in the sense that we know of today. He was a Jewish proselyte. When Peter told the brethren in Jerusalem what had happened, Uh, He said, And he, this is Acts 11, chapter 13, 14 verses now, And he, Cornelius, showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Joppa, and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Now this scripture tells us that Cornelius saw an angel in a vision. Angels do have the ability as God permits to take upon themselves a form that can be seen with the natural eye. Paul said, you remember, Hebrews 13:2, be not forgetful to entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. But the scripture here calls Cornelius' experience a vision. If anyone else had been present, they probably would have not seen it. Because, you see, the Bible calls this, as I said, a vision. Now, there are three kinds of visions mentioned in the Scriptures. One is what is called a spiritual vision. You see with the eyes of your spirit, not with your physical eyes. When Paul saw the Lord in Acts 9, that was a spiritual vision. He didn't see him with his physical eyes because the Bible said, verse 8, that's Acts 9, chapter 8, verse, And when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. He was blind. So you see, when he heard the Lord speak to him, his eyes were shut. And when he saw this, and he calls it a spiritual vision, because he said, I've not been disobedient to the the heavenly vision. But when he opened his eyes, they were blind. Yet he said he saw the Lord. Now he was not seeing with his physical eyes, but with his spiritual eyes. That was a spiritual vision. Now, the second type of vision is when one falls into a trance. Cornelius didn't fall into a trance, but the scripture says that Peter did. See Acts, the 10th chapter, nine tenth verse, On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, that's these men that Cornelius had sent to get Peter, Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Now, that would be 12 o'clock noon. And he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. That's Acts, the 10th chapter now, the 9th and 10th verses. You see, when you fall into a trance, your physical senses are suspended. You don't know where you are. You don't know what's going on around you. Then the third type of vision is what is called an open vision. That's where you actually see with your physical eyes open. Of all the visions that I've had, only two of them have been open visions. I had my eyes wide open and to me it was very real. In some other visions I fell into a trance and then others were spiritual visions. Nonetheless, the Bible calls this appearance of the angel to Cornelius a vision. Then it tells us also that Peter fell into a trance. He saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending. Then in the 19th verse we read, while Peter thought on the vision. Although this was a different type of vision, it was still a vision. He didn't know what it meant. Of course, Cornelius knew exactly what his vision meant because the angel spoke to him, telling him what to do, to send men to Joppa, to a certain house, and to call for one Simon Peter who would tell him how to be saved. Notice that Cornelius did what the angel told him to do. The angel couldn't tell him how to be saved, God never ordained that angels should preach the gospel. They can't. Men must preach the gospel. Mark 16, 15, uh, Jesus said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. All the angel could do was to tell him where to go to get someone who could tell him how to be saved. Now, secondly, notice that Peter's vision was symbolic. What he saw was a symbol of something. He didn't know immediately what he meant. He saw a great sheet let down, so to speak, uh, from the four corners from heaven, and on which were all kind of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts, creeping things and fowls of the air. Then he heard a voice saying, Rise, Peter, slay or kill and eat. Now Peter was born again filled with the Holy Ghost, but he had been brought up in the Jewish religion. And it's hard to get away from what you've been taught, whether it's right or wrong. Eating these things were against the belief of the day in which he was living. So he said, Not so, Lord, for I've never eaten anything that's common and unclean. See, Jews were not supposed to eat certain foods. Some were clean and some were unclean to them. Now, this does not apply to us, however. Paul taught this very plainly. Writing to Timothy, he said, 1 Timothy 4th chapter, 4th and 5th verses. Let me repeat that, so important. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 4 and 5, For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Now the voice spake unto him, that is unto Peter, again the second time, What God has cleansed, that call not thou common. Now this was done thrice. In other words, he saw this and heard the voice three times. And the vessel was received up again into heaven. Now while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean. You see, it said he doubted, I think really what a better translation would be, while he thought or questioned in himself, asked himself the question, "What, what does this mean? I think somehow, on the inside of him, Peter knew what the vision meant, but that he doubted that it could mean that. God was saying, what I have cleansed, that call thou not common. Now, up till this time, the church was strictly a Jewish church. But God was showing Peter in this vision, that although the Jews considered the Gentiles unclean, God did not. And what he calls and cleansed and saved are clean, praise God. Now, while Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, now I want you to notice this, he gave him guidance, he gave him direction concerning his will. God spoke to him through this vision, but he still didn't know exactly what it meant. Yet, the Spirit, verses 19 and 20, the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise therefore and get thee down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Now, you see, that was guidance. The Spirit told him to go, evidently just the inward voice. Now, another illustration showing God's guidance through supernatural means is found in Acts 8, verse 26 through 29. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority, had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning, and sitting in his chariot read Esaias or Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. Now let us pause for a moment to observe one thing. Some people admit that although God spoke to the apostles, such as Peter, Such divine visitations were for the apostles only, they say. Notice, however, that Philip was not an apostle. The best we can say about him is that he was an evangelist and a deacon. Yet the Lord spoke to him. The Spirit said unto Philip. Now, it doesn't say how the Holy Spirit said it, whether it was audible or just an inward voice. But we do know this wasn't just an inward witness. We know that. If that had been the case, it would have said the Spirit witnessed to Philip. But it didn't say the Spirit witnessed to him. It said the Spirit said to him.
0: You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Two CDs, How You Can Know the Will of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Plus the single CD and mini book, Where Do We Go From Here by Ken Hagan. These three items together are just nineteen Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagin Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at Rama.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan.
2: Hey, and listen, if you're around our area uh, here on the 24th, mm-hmm. we have a special carols, or candlelight carols and mm-hmm. communion yes. at, at 5 p.m. in the main auditorium here. That's right. And it is one of the, I mean, people come from all over. I mean, yes. we got a lot of people. I mean, I had somebody ask me the other day, are you having the, the carols and candlelight, yes. sir, in communion? And I said, yes. And they said, well, we want to come. They don't even come to our church. I know, but they come to that. It's beautiful. But they come because oh. they say it's it's one of the best uh, Christmas Eve deals that, that yes. they've ever been to. They like it. And one guy said, the reason I like it is because you do it at 5, mm-hmm. try to get us out by 6, no later than six fifteen, six twenty. We still have time to get home and uh, have celebrations and so forth and so on. So, hey, That's right. if you're in our area uh, on the 24th, 5 p.m., right in the Rama uh, Auditorium, Rhema Church yes. Auditorium.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, how you can know the will of God. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.